The following shear has been presented by Dayan Yohannesson David Hul, Dayan for the Beis Havad in Yerushalayim, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. Pivomus Daf Mem. Today we're going to discuss the Sugya and Hilchus Shabbos and Hilchus Afir of Bishul. As is well known, Halacha the Meister, we paskin Ein Bishul Acha Bishul. If something's already been cooked before Shabbos, then by warming it up on Shabbos, you're not over an Issa Deiraisa, because Ein Bishul Acha Bishul, once something's been cooked properly, it cannot be cooked again. There's a lot of Halachas about this, a lot of details about when it's permissible, when it's not permissible, how one should warm things up on Shabbos, which have been Mabushal already. A very important thing to know is that the Dov Allah, something which is liquid, we are Mahmur, and we hold that Yesh Bishal, Acha Bishal, the Dov Allah, the Dov Yavish, we hold Ein Bishal, Acha Bishal, the various other Halachas which one needs to know about Bishal, Acha Bishal. The subject of today's show is not directly Bishul Acha Bishul, but rather the interesting shaila of Bishul Acha Afir, or the other way around, which is going to be what we're going to be concentrating on today, Afir or Tzli Acha Bishul. Bishul means something which has been cooked in a pot with a liquid. That's called Bishul. If something has been roasted on an open flame, or in an oven, in an oven it's called afir, it's called baking, and if it's been roasted on open flame, it's called slir, which is roasting. So what about if someone cooks after one has roasted? Or the other way around, roast food which has already been cooked. Does that constitute a malacha de rice or not? So there's a famous opinion of the Uraim, one of the Rishonim, who holds that yesh bishul achar afiot slir. There is a concept of bishul of cooking after afir and slir, and therefore he says, for example, if to take a piece of bread which has been baked and to put it in uh, boiling hot liquid, you are in fact doing a bishul after afir, and that will be also to do on shabbos. The other way round. To roast something which is already mimuvushal, the Uraim says it's also also. So yesh bishul achar afiot slia, but yesh slia achar bishul. However, the Kula Alma, everyone agrees, the ain slia achar slia. And then something which has been roasted fully on an open flame, if you want to reheat it up on Shabbos, it'll never be an issue of of slia, because ain slia achar slia. Now, the Uraim brings a proof to each of these Halachas. He brings one proof to the halach of Yesh Bishul Achar Afir, and he brings another proof to the halach of Yesh Tzli Achar Bishul. So the first rise discussed by the Beis Yosef on the Torah and Sin and Chesed Erechaim, the Rav Yor, another one of the Rishonim is Doiche, the Raya for Yesh Bishul Achar Afir. However, the Rav Yor does not discuss at all the second Raya of Yesh Tzli Achar Bishul. And that raya, the Uriah brings from a raya, Agamor and Yvonne's stuff, Memo Madalaf. Agamor says, when he's talking about chaluta, chaluta means to take flour and insert it in very, very hot boiling water, so that the flour becomes cooked in the water. So the Gomorrah says something very interesting. The Gomorrah says that if you have flour which has been chaluta, it's been boiled in extremely boiling hot water and then after it's taken out and made in an oven 
mixed with water made with an oven to produce matzahs, then you are used to your day chayvah's matzah on Pesach with such a matzah. Even though it was cooked first in hot water, Afa be the choltemi koras is a gemara. Kibben the hoda afiy betano. Since afterwards you baked it in an oven. The lechem ayni karinam bay. The other means of boyedechem also for Pesach. It's considered as baked bread as lechem, and you use the mitzvah matz on Pesach. Says the Yerim. So you see clearly she yesh afiyo or yesh tzli achavishul. Agamara clearly says that something which has been mavushal, it's been cooked, boiled in boiling hot water, nonetheless if afterwards you bake it, it now converts it into a lechem rather than a tabshil, and you can make the bracha of Amoji Matra, Amoji Lechem and and the bracha of Alakinus Matra. So you see clearly that Yesh Tzliya Va'afiya Achabishal. So on this, as we say, the poshim don't seem to bring a raya, not like that. In a moment, in a few minutes, I mean, Hashem, we'll see perhaps why they weren't misyachis to this. It could be they didn't have this gift in the Uraim at all. But anyway, that's what it says in our safety Uraim. So the Egle Tal, from the Socha Chomadat, in Nezer, in Melechus Oifa, Oif Tesvav, Tif Cotton Tesvav, wants to suggest why it might not necessarily be a raya. And it brings a uh, Gomorrah in Sochim, <coughs> where the Gemara says, Bemaisa Ilfus, something which has been heated up in an Ilfus, in some type of pan, then afterwards, if it's cooked in an oven, it's still considered as Lechem and it's Chayef Bechala, according to Rish Lakish. Even those who argue there and say it's possible Chalas because they have a special posset, the posset says, Ba'ofu Eser Noshim Ba'lach Mechem Betano Echod. Gemardashan, Lechem Sha'inu Ofu Betano Echod, and Kari Lechem. It's been in two ovens, it's not called Lechem. But in principle, even that man on the holds, the one that's been in an oven, technically speaking, it should be called Lechem. Now, points out, the Avnei, the, the Regli Tal, that everyone agrees that ain't afir, ach afir. The second afir doesn't have anything. So how can it be considered as lechem with regard to the halachas of Afrosh's Chala and the halachas of Matzah? It must be, says the Regli Tal, that we can, the Gemara understands that once you put something in an oven, that is a much uh, more significant way of baking. And therefore, that overrides any previous baking in an open pan in an office. And therefore, even though ain't afir ach afir, if the second afir is a much more significant afir, i.e., it's been in an oven, then it does add to the to the to what it was till now, and it can create a lechem which is now chayat bechala, and with it you can be to the mitzvah matzah. In a similar vein, says Egletal, we find. That uh, ksav, algebra ksav is not called ksav. If you have words which are written down, and someone takes a pen with ink and writes on top of those letters, it's not considered to be done a ksav. The gabbai Shabbos, he hasn't been over the right of writing on Shabbos. Because he hasn't added anything to it. Because it was written already, and he's, he's, he's written over it. However, there's a toastless in the Chukuf base which says, with a get, which was written Shalolishma, and then you write on top of it the same over the same letters with ink again but this time writing it in Shema and again it has to be written in Shema then it is considered a Ksav even though it doesn't look any different from what it was before since the second Ksav has done something and added to it to make something more significant even though it's only a technical halachic point it's 
added to the significance of the writing, that is considered ikstav. So too, says the Egletal, once you put it in the oven, it now makes it more significant. It's considered as a lechem with regard to the mitzvahs of Hafrosh's Chala, and so too it can be used for Matzah. But if that's the case as Egletal, then we can reduce the Arayim's Raya from Agamora and say that it could be that in reality, as far as Hilfah Shabbos is concerned, ain't Sli Acha Bishul. And something which has been cooked, there is no Isra of Sli Atos on Shabbos bin However, in the Gemara there, which says, in our Gemara, which says in the Obamas, that chaluta, flour which has been boiled in hot water, can then be used uh, for matzah, that's if afterwards you put it in the oven, again, by putting it in the oven, you've done a more significant afia, that already creates it, uh, it gives it a shame of uh, lechem, with regard to hilchus afreshus chaluta, that's enough to give it a, uh, uh, the Haggadah, the cat, to categorize it as a matzah as well, the Gabi Hilfus Pesach. But that you can't learn from here that any time you take something which has already been cooked, and afterwards you are, uh, you bake it, then that necessarily would be a concept of Afiyah Habishul, and in reality it could be the Ein Afiyah Habishul, except for that particular case there, uh, in our case in the Gemara, in Yavamas, of Chaluta. Uh, incidentally, halacha lamaisa, this halacha of chalutza does not apply. The shulchanoch lechaim and the pesach and simon tof nun talisif gimel says leke b'shman azed the yodah the mechlet. Halacha lamaisa, if flour has been boiled in water, then it's also to be used for matzah and pesach because the chashash of chimutz then it may become chomutz. Even though the gemara says something which has been boiled in extremely boiling hot water is no chashash of chimutz because it gets cooked before it has a chance to be chimutz and therefore could be used afterwards. To make matzah, nowadays we don't know exactly how to do this chaluta. It required a certain skill, and it required more significantly to know exactly the extremely high temperature that was required to ensure that it would get cooked so fast that it wouldn't have a chance to turn into chomets as a result of the water. And nowadays we don't know exactly what temperature and under what conditions we would consider such a thing as chaluta. You can't do it. But at any rate, technically speaking, as far as the Gemara is concerned, you could do it. Again, the Uraim brings a riot from there that yesh tzli achabishul, because if after you put it in the oven, you can make a matzah which is kosher for Pesach. And Gitalas Dech on the Ryan says there, because you're putting it in an oven, until that wasn't in an oven, then there's a possibility that it would add the concept and with regard to the halachas of challah, it would make it into a, a bread, and therefore with regard to the halachas of matzah, it also makes it into a bread. But it's, you not, can't necessarily learn from there that in all other cases, yechslia achabishul. Now, the mechaber and tzimshin yuches sifei brings this yerem lemaisa luchumra. He's talking about bishul achatzlia again. Ein bishul achabishul davalach bemachmir. When it comes to bishul achar afiul tzlia. Which Rehim says one should be machmer when it is also minatayim. The machmer brings yesh aimim to be machmer. There are those who are machmer. Nashim shukhanoch is yesh misha aimer. The dover should ne'er found nisla. There is someone who says that something which has been baked or roasted in bishlo acha kachmamashke. If you boiled it afterwards in the liquid, yesh b'mishon bishul. This is the opinion of the Rehim. Yesh bishul achasliyeh. And therefore, says the Shulchan Aruch, according to this opinion, also lifting past Afrida Bekeli Sheini Shayat Zelevispoi. You're not allowed to put bread in a liquid which is even in a Keli Sheini, along with it's boiling hot and Yat Zelevispoi, because it can cook a Kaleh Abishul in the Keli Sheini, 
And therefore, if your choshes for this opinion, you're not allowed to put bread in a keli sheni which has hot liquid in it. Some allow it. Those are those who argue with the opinion of the Reim, i.e. the Raviyah, the Mordechai and others. And as there are more, on when there is Mechabah says, Yesh Matirin, says there are more, the Kehli Sheni. Some allow it only to put bread in the Kehli Sheni, but they don't allow you to put it in the Kehli Rishon. For Yesh Matirin, I feel the Kehli Rishon. For there are those who go even further and say, you can even put bread in the hot liquid in the Kehli Rishon, because we don't hold it in your aim at all. Says there are more, Allah Chalamaisa, for Noaguli Zor Lechatchila, we are for the opinion of the Yireim. Shalali ten pas, you shouldn't put bread. I feel the keli sheni, cause man shall yad sayle despair. So again, the Machaber brings yesh mishoyim with it. Also, yesh matirin. The Ramah says the Machaber means to say yesh matirin in keli sheni. So the Ramah himself, some are makel even in the keli rishon. Halacha l'mais says the Ramah, we are machmer, we are nagging desire not to put bait or roasted foods in a hot water, even in a keli sheni, because we're choshes for the shit of the Yireim, the yesh bishol acharafim. So, so says the Muhammad the Ramah, in the Simen Shinyu Ches, Sif Hei. In the same Simen, in Sif Tesvav, the Muhammad says, Dovish this bashel called Tzorachar, something which has been completely cooked, Vul Yochesh, Shein Bo Marak, is dry, has no sauce or soup or gravy, you can put it right next to a flame, a large flame, even in a place where it's going to be boiling hot to the extent of Yad Tzeled Now what does he mean by Yovesh Vayim Bamarak? Because as we said before, Ein Bishul Bishul, but we are Yesh Bishul Bishul and therefore, even if something is really special called Tzorcho, if it's a Dovalach, you still can't put it anywhere near a flame, because it'll, it'll create a new Bishul. So the Mahabha says, as long as it's completely dry and there's no gravy or sauce there, you're allowed to warm it up next to a flame, even the Yosemite is burnt. Asks the base mayor and the Mama Modcha and Avachronim, one minute, the Mahabha in Sifei says, Yesh Mishaimer, there are those who say, that is also Yesh Bishul Acharafir. If that's the case, then that's the Wilchoshish for the opinion of the Uraim. Yesh Bishul Acharafir. If that's the case, the Uraim says both ways round, Yesh Bishul Acharafir, the Yesh Afir Acharabishul. If that's the case of Wilchoshish for the Shita of the Uraim, then how can the Machabah say in Siftes Vav? That if something is mavushal, as long as it's dry, you can put it right next to an open flame. Putting it right next to an open flame is a tzliya, it's roasting it. And according to the way, yesh tzliya achar there is such a content of tzliya achar and therefore it will be forbidden, the awesome in Torah. So if the Machabah brings down yesh misha'ima in tzifhei, he brings down the opinion of the Uraim, that ain't bishul, that yesh bishul achar then you should say the same thing by Afirah or Tzliah Bishul. And you see, Tesvav, the, the Mechabah allows this practice, not like the Yerim. So this is a number of Achim, the Be'ar Locha, of the Lord, brings down this Kasha and doesn't really have a terrorist for it. Now, there are a number of approaches to try and explain this apparent contradiction in the Shulchan Aruch. Rebbevad Yosef in Sefer Yabi'ah Oimeh, 
in uh, discusses this. And first of all, he points out that there are Rishonim who are Mashma, the Smak, and the Ogo, and the Chuzchayim, that Mashma, they had a different Girsa in the Uraim, and they actually say that although Uraim says it's forbidden to do Bishl Achat Slia, but he didn't forbid Slia Achat Bishl. And they, uh, they have a gift which is of the country that the Uraim himself says Mephorish that Sliya Achabishal is not also. Or at any rate, they understood that he didn't ask at Sliya Achabishal. If that was the gift that they had in the Uraim, that would under- explain why the Torah also doesn't bring it down. The Torah mentions the opinion of the Uraim in regard to Bishal Achafir. He doesn't mention the other way around, Sliya Achafir Achabishal. According to the Smark and the Ogre and the Chaim, uh, it's possible that they had in their Uraim only the first Isra and not the second Isra. Uh, if that's the case, we would have to come up with some type of chilek and say that Bishul Achafir is also, but Afir Tzliya Achabishul is actually Mutter. If that were the case, that would explain why, you see, Freyde Machaba says, with regard to Bishul Achafir, he brings down Yesh Mishraim with the Uraim's opinion. In the Sif Tesvav, when he talks about Tzliya Achabishul, with Afi Yavish, there he doesn't bring down the Uraim at all. Because, uh, according to these Rishonim, the Uraim didn't actually forbid it. However, this is not completely satisfactory, because in the Uraim that we have, it's Mufurish that there's no chilik between one or the other. And in fact, the Morgan of Rome also brings it down on Sifei like that. And he says, if Bishul Achafir is also, then Afir and Slia Achabishul is also also. And Ayurayim says so Mufurish, and again, as we pointed out, Ayurayim actually brings a proof to this from Agamora Asugin Yevomus, by Matzvah, which has been Chamuta. So therefore it's clear that, at least the way we have the Ayurayim, that it is in fact forbidden. And in fact, the Beis Yosef also is Mashmah, that he understood like that, because his Gilfa in the Smak is different to the, the Smak that others bring down. And according to the way the Beis Yosef has the Gilfa in the Smak, it it's not clear that the smack held that the Uranium didn't answer it. It's very possible the smack also had the Gersa, like we have in the Uranium, that it's also. So the Chorah, to answer that there is a difference between Bishul Achafir and Afir Achabishul, uh, although it is, has been suggested by Shamishonim, is not necessarily the correct explanation of the apparent steering of Shokhanorah. Rabbi Yosef and Yabiyah Omer there suggests another reason. And he said it could be that although the Muhammad brings down a thief. Hey, there is someone who says there is also Bishul Achafir, and that's the Uraim. Nonetheless, the Bechaba ends off, and there are those who are Mekel. Now, the Ramor adds into the word Bechaba, Vyesh Mekilin, the Kelishani, only to put bread in the Kelishani, but not in the Kelishan. And to the Ramor, Vyesh Mekilin, there are those who go further and uh, are Mekel even in the Kelishan. The says Bavadi, it's not at all clear that that was the Kavan of the Machaba. It's more likely the Machaba who says Yesh Mekilin meant to say the ones who are Mekel and allow you to put bread even in hot liquid in the Kali Rishon. Yesh Misha the Uraim says it's forbidden to put bread even in the Kali Shemi. But Yesh Mekilin, those who argue with Uraim, hold as much to put bread even in the Kali Rishon. If that's the Pshat in the Machaba, says, says Bavadia, the Muhammad really intended to Paskin that it's actually Mutter. He brought down the opinion of the Uraim, but he concluded that it's actually okay. 
And that follows the general rule that a number of Achronim say that whether a Muhammad brings down two opinions, he's generally intending to him like the second opinion. And even if we would say that that rule doesn't necessarily always apply. In this case, where the Muhammad brings down the first opinion of the Rey in Beloshin, Yesh Misha Oimer, in the singular, there is someone who says it is also, and ends off the Yesh Mekilim, which is in the plural, which means there are those who are Mekil, and it's clear, says the Muhammad intends to pass in like the second opinion, like the majority, who hold it as Mutter. If that's the case, then there's no steward to Simon Sifteh's Vav. Because although he brought down the Arayim's opinion in the Khumra by Bishul Akharafi and Simon Sifteh, he immediately passed him not like that, and passed him Halakha and Mais to the Kula. And therefore, with Sifteh's Vav, when he comes to Afia Achar Bishul, he doesn't bother bringing down the Arayim because he's already passed him Sifteh not like the Arayim. So it says Ravadu to be Riyashi the steer. Doesn't it, 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 it doesn't help us entirely because we'll still be left with a Kashra and the Ramor. There's no question the Ramah is if hey by Bishl Akrafir says that Allah Maitri not to allow this practice, even in the King Shani. But at any rate, we're certainly no Gizar Lachatkhila that we do hold them Shitzirain. So the Ramah at least should have in Siftes Vav commented that when the Muhammad Siftes Vav says something which is Mabushal Kaltorh as long as it's Yovish, you can put it right next to an open open flame. The Ramah really should have pointed, pointed out that the Fimash Kasavti, the Fim, uh, well, according to what I've written, is if, hey, the Bifishal Akrafia it's not permitted, who are doing Bafia Akrafishal according to your aim, is also not permitted. And the Ramah doesn't say anything in Sif Tesvav. So it's not entirely uh, answered by this suggestion. Now, there are another couple of suggestions. One suggestion is m- 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 mentioned by a number of postcards, the Mamma Motcha, the Minchas Kurin, and in fact the Chaznish. We'll say that when the Mechaba permits you to put something which has been cooked, fully cooked, and is dried next to an open flame, he doesn't mean directly next to an open flame, but rather he means what something which is called sleek kazo. It's when the food, for example, a cooked piece of meat which has been not roasted, but has been boiled and, and cooked in, in, in gravy, which is then completely dry, and they're not placed directly next to the flame, but they're placed in a pot which is placed right next to the flame. So that is also a type of slee. It's called roasted because there's no liquid there. But on the other hand, it's not a regular kind of roasting because it's not on an open flame or on an open burning coal. So that's a concept of slee kadok. It's that perhaps, although yeish slea achabishol, but Slikadol, there isn't Achabishol, because it looks, it's Dreymer, it's a Bishol, in that it's inside a pot and not directly on the flame. And that's what the Mechaba was permitting in Sifteh Svav. And that's why even if you're Cheshit for the Uranium, you hold Yesh Bishol Achafir. And you hold also that Yesh Achafir Achabishol, and Yesh Tzliya Achabishol. And therefore it would be forbidden to take something which is Mavushol and put it on an open flame on Shabbos. Nonetheless, if you put it in a pot, it's called Slikadar, not Sli, and therefore it's in effect more donor to Bishel, and since it's a Dabi Yavesh, ain't Bishel Achabishel a Dabi Yavesh. So suggested by Ramadchen, and Chazkein, Chazanish, and others. This is difficult for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's a bit doichic to say that when the Mechabah says, you can take the Dabi Yavesh and put it next to a flame, that he meant to say inside a pot. He really would utter if it wasn't in the pot. He only allowed it if it was inside a pot which is dry. That's a, a little bit dochel because it doesn't say that in the Mechaba. And that's a crucial condition according to these Akharim. That's the only way the Mechaba would allow it 
to allow, allow this practice on Shabbos. And he doesn't say that. Should have said that we're talking about anything to the pop, otherwise it's also. And secondly, it's a Kiddush as well to say that the Torah forbids it's li But if it's in the pot, since it's doyman abishal, the Torah allows it. Where did the Machabah, if he meant that, get this halacha from? Where, is it, where in the Rishonim does it say that if it's a sli kadra, it's, it's so much considered bishal and not sli, that like Gavli Issa, the rice of sli achabishal, it will be permitted because it's called bishal achabishal, even though there's no liquid. It's a chiddush in Svar to say such a thing, and without a raya, for the Muhammad to pass like that himself, without bringing a raya, the khur would be a very, very big chiddush. Does it say that track the Muhammad is a bit difficult? The Chazanish has a, a, another attempt at terrorist as well to answer this kasha. The Chazanish is in Shabbos, Pei, Laman, Zion, Sifka, and Yudalad. Chazanish says, that if it's not going to get roasted, it's not actually going to get roasted until, until it tastes like it's roasted because it's already been bushel and it's yovish it's going to get a bit drier that's not called bishul nachabishul or sli nachabishul there'd be no problem so the chaznish seems to be saying that the reason why the mechaber allows this practice and see there's not it is not going to have a tam of sli entirely but it's a, and therefore it's not considered that you've done a new sli in this case Lemaise, uh, this is also a little bit dochuk. First of all, because where exactly do you draw the line? And secondly, because the Uraim himself, who does forbid Slia Achabishul, the Chur is talking about exactly this type of case. The Loshman of the Uraim is Mufurish. The Gama Mufushul, Lo Yitin Eitzel Eish, Bechon Gordon Shayatza, let us go. Even something which has been Mufushul, you're not allowed to put it next to a hot flame, Shayatza, let us go. He's talking about his Chiddush, that is also to do Tzliya Achabishu. Vim also, Chilo Shabbos, B'choshe Shani Lo Miskilo Lechatos. So the Uraim is saying, in exactly the exactly the same case as the Machaba, that is also. So if you are being Machmi like the Uraim, to say that the Machaba allowed putting Dovo Yovish, which is Nisbasho, next to a hot flame, because it's not Tam Tzli Mamish, Ela Yis Yavish Ktas, it's a bit schwer, because in the very same Mahikatimsa, the Chorah, the Uraim seems to say, that there's Mamish also. That is the thing which the Uraim came to Asa when he said the Yetzliach Abishu. So the Chazanish's other terrorists is also a little bit talking. Finally, we have another terrorist with the Egle Tal. <coughs> the Egle Tal says that it could be that although there's a concept of Yesh Bishul Achabishul Vodavalach, or Yesh Tzli Achabishul, or Yesh Bishul Achatzli, that's only if you've improved and added to the fact that the food is no longer raw. When you cook something, it's now changed its status, it's changed its state and its status. If you now do an additional Bishul or additional Tzli, then under certain circumstances, since you've added to it, and improved it, and changed its status, you have done a malacha, you've done something significant. Whereas if you just carry on doing the same thing, for example, tzli, achat tzli, you haven't changed anything or added anything, so it was roasted before Shabbos, to roast on Shabbos again, the same thing is not considered a malacha, because you haven't done anything new. The concept of Kunz in the Uraim of Yesh Bishul Achat Sli or Yesh Sli Achat means you've done something new which adds and changes the status. In a similar vein, again to take the example of writing on Shabbos, if there's something written in red ink and you write on top of it in black ink, 
Kazalsa, you've done an Issa Darais of Ksiva. You've written with black ink, which is an improvement on the red ink, and therefore you've done a Malacha. But if you write with red ink, covering over letters of black ink, so you no longer can see the black ink, then you haven't done a Malacha, Darais of Ksiva. Because you haven't improved the Ksav. The Ksav is still there, and it's got worse, because red ink is considered as a worse type of Ksav than the black ink. So you see that you can do the same action, and if you improve on the previous malacha, then it can be considered a malacha. Whereas if you don't improve on the previous malacha, you make it worse, it's not considered a malacha. What happens if it's the same? The thing that you've done is the same as the previous one. You haven't put black on top of red, or red on top of black, but you've done the same thing again. And then suggest the Ekele Tal that it could be that since malachas of Shabbos are Tonya Melechus Machsheves, here it's called a Melechus Machsheves depending on your attitude and your intention. If you intend to change his status in order to make it into something better, then you've actually done a Melechus. Whereas if you don't intend to make anything better or to change his status, then since the Melechus you're doing now has already been done already, it's not considered a Melechus. And therefore, something which is mavushal, and you now want to do it sli, says the Yireim, uh, and those who are machmelat Yireim, you're not allowed to do that in Shabbos, according to Yireim, it's malachat araisa. Because even though it's mavushal, it's going to change it into a different type of cooked food, that's your intention, and therefore it's awesome. But in the other way around, yesh, Bishul achatzli or achafia. You have a piece of bread and you want to put it in a hot, boiling hot soup in a kerishin or in a kerishin. You call it a machmir like that. Then you go on like you're not allowed to do it again because it, although it's been baked already, you now want it to be cooked. That's why you're putting it in the soup. So you want to change its status. So you have upgraded the food by putting an additional malach onto it, and that becomes a malach according to the Iran. However, if you have something which is mavushal, and you put it next to an open flame, and your intention is not to roast it, your intention is merely to warm it up, or to make it hotter, then you're not intending to change its status from a mavushal to a sleep. All you're trying to do is get it to be warm. So even though, were you to intend to make it roasted, that would be enough to answer it as yesh liach abishal, but if you don't intend to roast it according to this egg tal, you just intend to warm it up and the chorro would be okay, even though you did exactly the same action. And therefore, he says, it could be that the is choshish for the reim, as we find in Sifei, the gabibishal achafir. And therefore, the machaba, or at least the romah, would also be choshish for afir achabishal, and the kliach abishal. And the reason why Tzif test vomits motor is because the intention there is not to do it slia but just to warm it up. In that case, lechorah will be mutter. That is the suggestion of the egg later. And for those who are interested to do a little bit of further research, there's also a tshuva of the Abde Nezer in Chelet Cheshel Mishpah, oddly enough, in Simon Kufhei, and another tshuva in Simon Kufvov, where he also discusses this. Uh, apparent theory in the Shulchan Aruch in between Simon Shin Yud Ches Sif Hay and Sif Tesvon there he has a slightly different approach a little bit difficult to grasp exactly what he's getting at but anyway he has a different approach for those who are interested so just to summarize again Halachos and Bishlach are quite complex we're not going to, we haven't discussed them at all today but all we have discussed is the Chumrah of the Yireim, the Yireim holds the Yesh Bishul Achafir, which is Asher on Shabbos, and Yesh Shliya Achabishul, which is Asher on Shabbos. 
the Machaba uh, brings down the opinion with regard to Bishul Achafir, and there are more Paskins that we are Machmir. The other way around, the Sliya Achad Bishul, the Machaba seems to allow it, and the Ramon doesn't comment, also apparently allowing this. And the question is, the same Uraim who asked one, asked the other, and the Uraim himself says Mephorish, and so does the Mogan of Rome in Sifei, that there's no difference between the two, and if you ask a Bishop, Achrafia, you have to ask a Achrafia, Achrafia, too. And we've had two or three different two or two. Possibly that it's only permissible in the case where it's inside a pot, even if there's no liquid there, because it's sleek or and that's why it's permissible, otherwise we also, or possibly because it's not entirely roasted, possibly because your intention is not to roast it, but merely to warm it up, or possibly even because uh, there are those hold that the Uraim may never have asked Sli Acha only asked Bishul Acha Sli. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.